Welcome to another edition of Bucky's Bunker on our Miami Valley Golf Podcast. The purpose of these podcasts is to record stories of our game's rich history, interview interesting people, and share information to help all of us enjoy this wonderful sport just a little bit more. Today, Bucky invites Wright State golf coach Brian Arlinghouse into the bunker as they discuss the upcoming 2021 golf season. So with us today is Brian Arlinghouse, uh, the Wright State golf coach, uh, and Bucky Albers, uh, our uh, Bucky's Bunker podcast leader. So Bucky, why don't you take it away? Okay, Brian, uh, it's nice to talk to you today. And uh, and I've got a lot of questions because of what's been going on, uh, you know, with the COVID and all that. And so let's begin by saying, um, how has all of this uh, COVID thing affected uh, Wright State golf? Um, it, it, obviously, the the answer is tremendously. Um, our season in 2020 was cut short uh, very early in March. Um, we had just gotten back from the Orlando Invitational. Um, the team won uh, that event, and Tyler Goki, a freshman on the team, won that event as an individual. And we got back from that event on a Tuesday. On Wednesday, they called me and said we weren't going to Tennessee. Thursday, they called me and said we weren't going anywhere until April. Friday, they called me and said we weren't going anywhere <laughs> for, for a long time, right? And uh, at, that, at that time, they uh, I just assumed that we would be playing in August. Um, and we haven't set foot on the golf course as a team since uh, last March, since March 2020. Um, so when we leave for Savannah in February, it'll be almost a year since our last team competition. Um, so the, the, the short and long of it is it's impacted literally everything that we've done. We've had to make tons of changes and tons of adjustments and credit to our guys for um, being flexible. It's kind of been the theme. Now, uh, it, uh, golf is different than most uh, sports because a guy can go out and play golf himself and, right. and practice. And so I just wonder how have they been – practicing or how often and and so forth and so on what do they do to stay in game in, yeah. stay in shape to play good golf that's a good question so i mean as you probably know like golf went on this summer i mean golf had a really really good summer um mm-hmm. globally i mean i think golf expanded at a pretty rapid rate and our guys were all playing all summer a lot of them played in events um in the summer they even played some events this fall since we weren't competing so the guys were able to stay sharp and play and compete on their own. And then once school started back, um, we have we, we follow all of the NCAA guidelines and Wright State guidelines for practicing and COVID mm-hmm. safety protocols. So what we have, <clears throat> excuse me, what we have right now is the guys live together in apartments. So the way that I have their practices scheduled is they will only practice with their basically roommates. So. You might have three guys that live together practicing from 11 to 1 and another two guys that live together practicing from 2 to 4. So they're, they're practicing together but not collectively. as the mm-hmm. um, which and, for us, and can, they, can they practice in front of you and with you present? They can, they can. yep, they can. And, and I've, 
I've tried to do my best to limit my exposure to them, right? Because I'm married, I have three kids. My kids are in school and at activities. I don't want to be the one <laughs> bringing something to practice and spreading. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I do my best to kind of keep my distance from them. I don't attend every practice. Um, I try to attend the ones that they want me at or if somebody specifically asks for help, I'll do that. But I, I, I try not to be... Um, up in their faces a ton just because everybody needs to be in their own, own little bubble and um we're trying to trying to create that and stick to it how about the semesters now how is it all breaking down are they back in school now they are bucky yep they're back in school and the majority of them are taking online classes uh-huh yeah so big big adjustment for a lot of uh a lot of those guys, especially the incoming freshmen, that are used well, to having a lot more structure. Yeah. Will your uh, tournaments uh, down in uh, Georgia and North Carolina be affected? Are you still scheduled to play there? Yep, we're still scheduled to play there. Obviously, things are going to be a little bit different this year, and, and we still don't really know a lot of the details of how these events are going to go. Um, a lot of the things I do know is that, you know, obviously – the masks man, mask mandates are in play. So anytime we go inside, we mask mandates. There won't be any more tournament dinners or tournament breakfasts. It's a lot of the, you're bubbling your own team. So the team will go to the tournament together. We'll warm up on the practice screen together, warm up on the driving range together, and then we'll tee off together. So we'll, mm-hmm. it, it, in a season, <laughs> but we're just thankful we have a season. But I think the majority of the tournaments that we play in, you're going to be, we're going to be playing with our team. So the five guys and, and myself will be. Yeah, as, a, as opposed to having players from each uh, competing team in the same foursome or something. Correct, like that. correct. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then you, uh, uh, then after that, you're, you're, you're scheduled to go to Savannah yep. and then St. Simons Island. Correct. And then, and those are three separate trips then to to North Carolina. Uh, so two to Georgia, then one to North Carolina. So we'll go. William and Mary host an event at Savannah Harbor in Georgia, and uh-huh. then West, Western Carolina is actually hosting an event at Sea Palms in uh, Saint Simon's Island, and then the next event will be uh, North Carolina Wilmington's uh, tournament. Yeah, they're the Seahawks, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And then, uh, then, in, uh, then you come back and you play in the. Uh, uh, I think I saw the NKU Classic. Correct. Yep, absolutely. And you got the Flyer Invitational, the WSU yep. Invitational. Yep. And uh, the Horizon League tourney will be on uh, scheduled on schedule. Uh, as, as far as I know, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, golf. The entire country is focused on basketball right now. And uh, <laughs> yeah. surprisingly, right? So uh, the conference championship for golf, normally we have an admission in um, in Florida, and I think that's still an option this year. I don't know if it's going to end up being there or not. Um, we'll, we should find out, hopefully, by the 1st of March. I mean, we'll do the things that hope we find out. But let's talk about your squad a little bit. Um, uh, I know uh, Austin Shoemakers is back, right? He is, yes. If I can... If I can find a way to get another four years, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bucky, if I might add, uh, can you tell me, do they have an extra year of eligibility or anything like that? They do, yeah. So okay. when our season got cut short in March, um, that was the question. 
was, are these seniors just kind of done or are they going to be granted an extra year of eligibility? And I don't remember what month it was. It might have been June-ish, late May-ish, when the NCAA came out and granted an additional year of eligibility for spring sports, which, which golf is considered. Um, anybody that was on a roster got an extra year of eligibility, which allowed me to try to convince Austin to come back and play another year. Um, and then uh, we were really fortunate to be able to, to get a graduate transfer of Cameron Willis uh, with that extra year. And then it allows all the other players on our team to, to get an extra year. So the guys that were sophomores last year when their season got cut off, they will still technically be athletic sophomores this year. Um, now, is Cameron Willis still with you? He is, yep, he is. So he's considered a senior then this year? He, yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know what we're officially calling them, COVID seniors or graduate students. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're, what we're calling them. But he is still here, and we're, we're happy to have him. Yeah, I guess. He's yeah. a pretty good player. Isn't he? he's, he's decent. He's decent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go across your roster a little bit. Who who are you not with this spring who you uh, uh, were with the last season? Uh, Blake Hale uh, graduated and is now at Notre Dame Law School. Uh-huh. And then Alec Velasco graduated and, <clears throat> excuse me, and he's working at Country Club of the North. Uh-huh. And there's, that's it. There's one player I'm missing then. Uh, uh, a guy who played in our local tournaments and everything, and he, he and, and uh, Austin had a real battle at Dayton Country Club. Uh, uh, Bryce uh, Taney. Yeah. Bryce is still here. Yep. Bryce he's is still, still here. He, he's still there. Oh my gosh, you're gonna, be, you're gonna be pretty good. <laughs> I've heard that before, but we have to go out. No, we have to actually go out and play golf. I'm, I'm convinced that we're gonna be any good. So. Uh huh. <laughs> we certainly got they, they, it's, it's their job to convince you how good. How good yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's certainly it certainly looks like we have some good players, and uh, I mean, we're really fortunate that we've got eight guys on the team that I would feel very comfortable uh, putting in the lineup and, and and taking our chance and seeing how we finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just run down some names, and you can just tell me what their status is. Uh, sure. uh, Nathan Arnold. He's still here. He's a. Yep. He would. He would. He. I think he's going to be. He would have been a junior last year, so technically he'll be a senior this year, but kind of a COVID senior. So he'll he'll have an extra extra year of eligibility should he want to have it. Uh And then Davis uh, Root from Dublin. Davis Root still here. Yep. And Cole Quarter. Absolutely. Yeah. Those two guys put in a ton of work this summer and fall. have really, really matured as players. What, what did Cole Quarter do last year? That name is really familiar with me. Cole Quarter uh, played really well in some of the Ohio Golf Association stuff. He played well at a couple tournaments in Columbus. Um, and he's, and he's a, from Powell, right? He's from, yep. He's from that northern Columbus area as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mikkel Matheson? Uh, Matheson, yep. Mikkel Matheson, yep, still here. Uh, now you got him from Denmark. How does a guy get to a state from Denmark? <laughs> well, you see, what happened, Bucky? Is I just took our private jet over there and I just started pitching out. Well, you uh, got that. Big, you got that big right state golf budget. To, to do that. That's exactly right. I, I took the private jet and then I jumped on the chopper and I uh, took it. Yeah. Um, well, I, I found the Kel through. Um, I mean, just how everything works now with the internet 
and I get so many emails from players all across the world, and I kept coming back to this one, and uh, I don't read them all. I try to read them all. I try to respond to them all. This one just, for whatever reason, kind of stuck with me, and I reached out. We set up a bunch of time. We had a bunch of Skype and FaceTime calls, and um, my coaching instinct and my parental instinct, there was something there that just felt very right about Mm -hmm. and um, it turns out my gut was pretty accurate there because he's a a home golfer oh very good Uh, and then of course you have Tyler uh, Goki from your backyard there (laughs) and he's had a pretty good year hadn't he he had a a great freshman year yeah I mean to to get those two freshmen um, we I think the last time I looked at the end of our season last year, we had the seventh best freshman class in the country. Wow. By scoring average. Yeah, so Tyler and Mikel are outstanding. The other names I've seen is Andrew Flynn from uh, Louisville St. X. Yes, sir. Freshman. He's a current, current freshman. And Peyton Houston, is he there at Lakota East? He is. Yep. Freshman. And, and Brock uh, Rumpke? Correct. Yeah, and, and and none of you guys have a party, and you have to have the ta- trash taken out. Just call on Rumpke. <laughs> it shouldn't be an issue anymore. How many players? Do you, how many players do you normally carry on a roster on your in, active in, roster? That's a good question. In a perfect world, I'd love seven to nine, eight being the number that I would love to be at because that's two foursomes, that's two apartments of four, makes life easy. But mm-hmm. nothing are perfect, right? So we would have been somewhere near there this year. Um, but obviously when the pandemic hit and they started granting additional years of eligibility, I would have been a fool not to bring Austin back. And I, oh, would, yeah. I would have been a fool not to, you know, uh, offer Cameron a spot. So um, yeah. that's how we ended up with 11. Um, uh-huh. if, I know, if I know those two guys are coming back, I probably don't bring in three freshmen. Um, uh-huh. Those three freshmen had already signed and committed um, before we were shut down. So that's how yeah. Well, uh, I'm just, uh, I have another question I was going to ask and it went right over my head. Well, let me um, ask you one then. Um, so I, I remember seeing something uh, recently where a good portion of your team was down in an event in Florida, and I think someone won, and the other ones were in the top five or six or something like that? Yeah, yeah we did okay. There was a um, – I don't even remember exactly what the name of the the, the, the event is. Um, in what city was it played? It was in Howie in the Hills, Florida. It was at Mission Inn, which is where our conference championship is. And um, – they hosted this event down there and we were already going down for a practice kind of two or three days of qualifying showcasing. And this event popped up and our guys said, can we go down early and play in it? And I'm not, I'm not dumb, right? They want to go play in tournament golf. Let's go. So uh, four guys went down, actually five guys went down early and played and Austin Schoonmaker played incredible golf. He shot uh, three under for the tournament, four under in the final round to win. Um, and then Tyler Goki came in fourth, Mikel came in fifth, Cole Quarter came in seventh. So we had four out of the top eight, four out of the top seven guys in that event. Yeah. It was just that was loaded with college players. So yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. a good experience for them. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Is there and Howie in the Hills a, a place? Is I think the um, the league that UD is in or was in uh, played it, its tournament at one time at Howie in the Hills. Yeah, they might have, yeah. Um, but I had never heard of the place before that. It's Mission Inn is the name of the the resort, and the course that we play on is the El Campeon course. Uh huh. Now, how do how do these guys get down there? Do they travel in their cars or? They the the ones that went down early flew down early, and then we drove back. Uh huh. And then I drove I drove three other guys down. Um, mm. In the van. Well, that's a that's a good off season experience for. Yeah, me. I mean, they, listen, <laughs> there's been no shortage of events for these guys to play, and there just haven't been team golf events. And and like you said earlier, like I feel like we're sitting on a a pretty darn good golf team here mm-hmm. and um to see them going out and having all these great individual tournaments is fantastic but at the same time as the coach i'm kind of like um boy it'd be nice to have these guys playing as a unit because <laughs> i feel like we could beat we could beat a lot of really good teams right now right yeah uh now this uh when you get down to the end of your schedule here you got that nku tournament and then the ud tournament your tournament and all that now all that counts doesn't it i mean to, to your schedule i mean how you perform in those and then the, and then the horizon league tourney will be the end but what about the what about the ncaa's yeah so the horizon league tournament um i'm going to correct you that's not going to end it for us our plan is to win <laughs> it there and then uh and then march our, march our green and gold to the ncaa regionals and then uh and take our chances against some of the bigger schools there and, and try to get out in the top five in the ncaa regionals um i feel like we've got a team to can that can compete um but the fall the the fall and the spring schedule to answer your question bucky it, it is a little bit confusing it all counts um yeah. it's just what what it counts for is different um it, there, there's golf, there's college golf rankings that update weekly or monthly or whatever it is. That I, I don't pay much attention to. So the better you play in all those events, the better your ranking can can climb, right? The difficulty is schools like us um, and other schools around here that we don't get invited, uh, even if we're good, we don't get invited to play in the big conference events because the same reason as mid-major basketball teams don't get invited to play people, they don't Nobody wants to lose to a mid-major. It's, it doesn't. There's no advantage to those guys. So, it all counts when you get ranked. Really, it's the top 60. If you can get in the top 60, you've got a chance to get an at-large, at-large bid to the NCAA regionals. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, really, I mean, in 2019 when we won the Horizon League, we didn't win a single event that year until then, and we punched our ticket and went to the NCAA tournament. So. Um, it, it does matter, but it's not the end-all, be-all. You really, the, the one that everybody wants to and needs to win is that conference championship. Mm-hmm. And you get an automatic invite if you win your conference champion? Correct. Yeah, they yeah. Conveniently, in 2019, they conveniently sent us to uh, Pullman, Washington, which is... <laughs> might as well have sent us to Denmark. I think they're about to with us Yeah, that's a long way to go. It is, and it was it was awesome. though. No, it was it was it was neat to to have give those guys that experience, and they could see part of the country that they may never get to see again. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's all I can think okay. of right at the moment, right. except just to wait to see the results and see how yeah. you guys do. You and I are in the same boat, Bucky. I don't get to swing a golf club; I just get the set the lineup and 
and uh, and walk them around the golf course and see what happens. So yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> well, you must be pretty good at guiding them uh, anyway with the success you've had. Yeah, I do. I do my best, but it's it's made a heck of a lot easier by having uh, quality kids. It's uh, they're 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 a really special bunch of, of guys, and um, they make my job easy, and it uh, they make me look good. Well, gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for your time today, and uh, we'll get this out and published here very shortly. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. For more information on this or other podcasts, visit MiamiValleyGolf.org. And don't forget to follow the Raiders golf team on WSURaiders.com and on your social media channels at Wright State Golf.